Your support helps us bring fresh voices, new voices, and credible voices. Support Mind Podcast by clicking on support the Mind Podcast link on mind.net. You can also write to us at info at mind.net about any other way you would like to support Mindmakers. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, welcome to this new edition of Mind Podcast. This is Adit Kaparia and Sunanda Vashisht coming to you on yet another, oddly, it's still summer day in Houston. Very summer. <laughs> Back with you for the news and views of the week. And we are greatly, I mean, you know, it's a great pleasure to have a journalist and author and columnist and um, I mean, uh, Rupa Subramania on Mind Podcast. She's a co-author of a very successful uh, book, Indianomics, if I'm not mistaken. Book, if you haven't read it, I would uh, highly recommend reading it. And uh, she's, she's written columns on a variety of issues, writes for a variety of platforms, and it's always fun to hear her views. So welcome to Mind Podcast, Rupa. Great to have you here. Thank you. Thank you, Adit, Sunanda, and Pramod. It's, uh, uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, and, uh, and hopefully, you know, we'll have a uh, great discussion on some of the topics that we, uh, we, we you said we'd be discussing. Uh, just a quick correction, and I do this always on Twitter. I'm not a journalist. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, because being a journalist uh, carries with it a certain amount of neutrality, which I, I, I don't have. I, I'm very, very, very much, uh, very clear of where I come on certain oh. issues, and so I'm not a journalist. So that's, right. that's the only minor correction, but everything else is great, and, and I appreciate the, uh, the, oh. the praise. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, <clears throat> Pramod is MIA today, but we'll 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 be we'll be getting him on very oh, soon yeah. on Mind Podcast. But that's but uh, that's wonderful bit you uh, talked about before Adit gets into um, heavy discussion. But that bit about journalists, Rupa was very well taken. <laughs> <laughs> so <coughs> so <coughs> we we have a variety of issues to talk about, and it's going to be a packed podcast. We're going to talk a little bit about the Las Vegas attacks, or the new or the attack, Las Vegas attack, uh, the new GST rollout that the Indian government did, the economic issues facing or not, whether the government is facing them or not facing them. And we, uh, uh, Prime Minister Pri- finally came out came and out he and spoke, spoke about... Which he uh, should have done long ago, I think. But yeah. uh, then uh, political news and uh, current news. Um, so uh, without further ado, Sunanda, uh, where do we want to start? We, we can to start st- with Las Vegas because then we will move on to rest of the discussion. I don't promise to be as uh, uh, somber. <laughs> I mean, last Monday it was. I mean, it almost seems a week I woke up to this news about Las Vegas being attacked. I mean, there was an attack. There was a concert going on. And from Mandalay Bay, the resort, if people have been to Vegas, it's at the other edge of the strip. Uh, somebody from the 32nd floor or something. Yes. And they fired four to 500 rounds. Uh, who's a 60-year-old, 60-plus-year-old man Stephen Paddock Stephen Paddock and it's amazing that he was able to get through past security with so you know so much ammunition it's amazing and um, those of you who've been to Vegas it is not easy to get into the hotels to check into the room with so much ammunition and not Um, get caught I mean it's amazing and then they raided his house and they found like 42 uh, weapons or something like that something it's bizarre I mean (laughs) Uh, yes, please. Yes, go ahead. This, this has been like bothering me and I'm not I'm not an expert on this issue, but 
you know, just just a question. Do they not? I mean, I, I know. I mean, I've stayed at hotels in the U.S. and they don't have that uh, um, security check that you have uh, in, in uh, Indian hotels, right? Where uh, right, in, where they you check know, your uh, bags and everything. Through, yeah, uh, electronic uh, screening thing, and uh, you put your luggage through a luggage belt and all of that stuff. So perhaps I mean, there's, there's you know, I, I often you know make fun of the fact that, you know, the security at hotels in India is so lame because, you know, they it's just a cursory look at what is in your bag. Mm. But in fact, maybe this is something that the U.S. should consider doing. I mean, yeah. you know, that... Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure those changes will happen now. ...ammunition without any detection. Maybe there's a case to be made for, uh, for some kind of security cleaning mechanism at uh, U.S. hotels. I don't know. Uh, that that is actually something that was one of my first reactions when i uh, i was talking to sunanda uh, about this that uh, because i remember last i was in india like six months ago seven months ago and we went we we were checking into five star hotel or something or any hotel but especially the high-end ones they will uh, do like they will check your trunk uh, first they'll check um, when you park yes they will. they'll uh, do like you have to go through a metal detector your luggage has to be screened and stuff so i was like such cursory checks should they be there i mean the kind of world we're See, living in 9 11 changed the way uh, <coughs> airports american airports um, you know were treated the way american airports looked 9 11 changed that completely and I'm, I'm i'm thinking that this will also change the way hotel security is but then this discussion and this debate is really not about i know you don't have much time on this topic Adit, but this discussion is really not about hotel security it is really about gun control it is really about should anyone have access to so much ammunition this yeah. person clearly wasn't didn't have and i find it insane that people are people in us you see us politicians skirting around the issue i was watching uh because i wanted to get perspective so i watched a fox shoes and fox show news show and then i was watching bill maher uh last night or two days ago about that and there was a democratic uh, democrat congressman or something i forget his name and he was still skirting around the gun control issue oh yes we should be there but you have to understand nra has banned one clip that can make this weapon into an automatic weapon or not banned but they have uh, expressed their you know if you want to regulate it why just that why can't you regulate automatic weapons themselves and stuff more? I, I, mean, I have no idea and you know on this debate I, I really don't think anybody should I mean at least I don't have any I, I don't belong to the butter brigade I don't say this but that I have a very clear position on this it's bizarre if, if the state if you have the police force that you have if you have the 911 services that you have you do not need to own and possess guns and um, uh, uh, John Oliver actually did a bit on gun control where he said that last year when even a watered down proposal was not allowed to get passed yeah. of a certain law like having some amount of control having background checks or something I don't know if that's going to I still I mean you can walk into a Walmart and buy a gun huh. really they do not do so someone was saying the background some, check is a joke someone was and, and that's true someone was saying buying antibiotics is more difficult than buying yes, guns yes it is antibiotics is more difficult because you actually have to go through two or three layers of approval for guns you can walk into a Walmart and you can and I they, they don't do any background check that's just insane mm. yeah but anyways we live in troubled times one last sorry Rupa you were making a point no, 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 I wasn't. 
<laughs> yeah, no, and uh, lastly, before I go, there were stories that ISIS has claimed that the shooters was one of theirs, but uh, then there are a lot of Rukmini. Uh, I forget how do you say Rukmini Kalmanach. Yeah, she was. Uh, she was saying that ISIS has hadn't provided with any proof, so to speak. They were saying that he converted to Islam some six months ago. Or but something. that story but died. That, pretty that, that died, and I mean, although they did cover it in one of their magazines or something, yeah. but a lot of people have expressed their suspicion over it. So. Yeah, so we can't. We can't really. I was about to happened. tweet, but then I didn't tweet about that also because I wanted people to go through her thread because yeah. that was more informative about why this was that. And yeah, I think she's one of the most authoritative voices when it comes to uh, ISIS, ISIS, yeah. ISIS, uh, ISIS reportage in US. So, <clears throat> anyways, yeah. so that's that. Uh, our, but our thoughts and prayers go out to all the people affected in the tragedy. I mean, poor guys were just out there for a concert and five hundred, four to five hundred rounds were fired at them. So uh, that that that's that's with the Las Vegas thing. But uh, moving on this week, we uh, moving to some more Indian Indian news. Uh, and uh, Rupa Rupa, you have written extensively about it. We've tweeted extensively or tweeted extensively about it as well, and in pieces and stuff like that. And we were we were talking about um, the GST and what. Uh, basically the rollout and sort of the correction measure that the government took this time so uh, to kick things off how do you view the new measure that the government has done so to speak um so quickly i mean the uh, the new measures i mean you, you you know it's a bit like demonetization right but demonetization you did not have time to plan for demonetization hmm. but there were all of these um uh you know, weekly, uh, daily sort of changes to uh, the process. GSP, we've had some time to prepare for uh, uh, for GSP. In fact, we've had many years mm. to prepare for GSP. Having said that, it, uh, I, I would still think that, you know, there are going to be changes made along the way. Mm. Uh, but, you know, I just want to give you a, a uh, you know, the broader context, you know, all of this is happening, hmm. uh, and the broader context has to be kept in mind. The broader context, you know, is a slowing economy. Hmm. So, we've had six successive quarters of economic slowdown. Uh, you can say part of this is, you know, normal business cycle downturn, um, and, uh, and also part of this is that the economy is adjusting to uh, not one major policy shock, but two. So the economy in which it's span of a few months has had two major body blows. Yeah. Uh, one was demonetization and the other one is yeah. Um So, you know, so demonetization had a, um, a short-term cost. It disrupted a whole bunch of informal um, cash-based supply chains. And, and it takes time for, for, for these things to get replaced by... Just to add something, and then you can continue your point. Are you saying that the demonetization and GST happened too quickly? Like there should have been more time between them? No, let me tell you this. As someone who supported demonetization exposed, hmm. um, uh, uh, for the simple reason that, you know, I had, you know, there was a set of companies and, you know, there was no turning back. Hmm. And turning back, I think, in my opinion, would have been even more disastrous. Oh, absolutely. 
announcement from Janus Kipling's Hero is the worst that would not have been good for the financial uh, system. No, I mean, that represents chaos. Sorry? If if you had they turned back from demonetization, then it would have just spelt chaos. <laughs> yes, that's what I mean. So for, for those of us who supported it exposed, uh, that that includes me. I was looking at the silver lining. Look, I don't know about black money, and I made this point. It's not going to get rid of corruption because the underlying system is still rotting, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you don't tackle the un- underlying <coughs> rotting social system, uh, you're not really going to get rid of corruption. So this is like a you know, sort of a one-time measure to to extinguish black money. But having said that, that didn't really happen because we know what happened uh, last month when the final figures came out. Um, so um, what I'm saying is that demonetization, did we have to do it when 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 it happens, right? Hmm. Even if you're hell-bent on um, going ahead with demonetization, Let's say you think that is the best policy uh, instrument you have uh, to, to 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 bring about change and and you know in the black economy. Mm. I would think that they could have waited because you know the government knew that DSP was also going to uh, you know pass uh, relatively soon, and this was going to be a major major supply chain uh, supply side shock. Mm. Uh, the interesting interesting so um hold that thought i'm going to c- come back to you in just a second about that and then what's the way forward so summarizing so far what you've said rupa you were saying that if we knew that gst was in works which we did um everyone was waiting for it to they were planning to implement it if we knew then we did not necessarily have to do the shock or give the shock of uh, demonetization are you trying to say that um, we did too many big bangs i mean in in uh, you know how this government was always rallied on that you know where are the where are the big bang reforms and suddenly we got too many but- big bang reforms <laughs> in is that what you're saying um well see all i'm saying is that you know we could have perhaps faced this out you know just because it's you know it's reflecting in you know it's already adding uh to a slowing as we move to a slowing economy right um we were already going through a slowdown when demonetization happened mm-hmm. all i'm saying is that fine demonetization happened now let's look at what demonetization can do for us, and this is what I've argued uh, since since it happened. So mm. I'm really big on formalization, increased formalization. Mm. Uh, that is, and and uh, something that both GSP and demonetization can do. Right. Um, and uh, so with demonetization, you know, I I've been researching digitization trends. Uh, since January, and if you remember, um, shortly after demonetization ended, the narrative by the mainstream media was uh, digital payments are down. You know, mm-hmm. looking at one month data, for example, hmm. uh, and then they continued this for a couple of months. But then, you know, I, I started tracking the trends, and I found something completely different. I yes. found a different story that uh, digital transactions were actually way above. The November 8th trend. So yeah. actually, what demonetization is, you know, it's a different question. Was demonetization worth it to mm. affect this change? Mm. What I'm saying is that, you know, since it was a federal company, let's look at what we, we, we got out of it. Mm. We got out of it more people in the uh, formal sector. So digitization is a 
Discussion on because 
that's just just mill workers you're going to have the kirana shop owners and stuff like that there is i mean they just haven't done it any other way now i'm i'm not justifying it uh, i agree with you that yeah. you know why are they playing paying cash and the problem was and what you said was because i have talked to a lot of traders and stuff uh, especially in gujarat and rajasthan and you know maharashtra gujarat and maharashtra mm-hmm. specifically when i talked that this is the thing that a lot of them don't know of any other way so demonetization was a cash shortage shortage thing and then gst um put them in another conundrum because you know you have to pay tax on services you know all that thing and they get their stuff from one person the supplier doesn't know how to pay gst they go and sell it to another person the other person doesn't know how to do do with gst so uh, it's a, it's an interesting point and i'm going to segue a little bit into uh the announcement they made this week and i i have been saying i, I was tweeting about it and i wrote it in a column as well that uh, bjp should not take win- winning gujarat for granted because of one reason because there was a significant amount of pain because of lack of knowledge of gst amongst people uh and you know the implications and then it of, of course i mean filing your taxes every month and stuff was a little too much so they they eased that uh my question is those reforms so to speak or the announcement they were made were they more political than economic what do you reckon uh, can you repeat that other i missed the last bit so no so i'm saying the the the, the reform the reforms that they made last or the announcement that they made last week I personally think they were more political than economic and very necessary political oh, because what, yeah what announcement are you referring to no you know the that the i mean uh, gst kuch sectors pe they reduced it then the limits they increased to 1 and 1/2 crore i think or 1 crore for small oh, businesses okay. yeah yeah the gst tweaking to all of these. the tweaking yes so addendum so to speak yeah, <laughs> yeah. so i i thought that was that was also a realization that on the ground or something for they were losing politically of uh, because of that so there were a little bit of sop so to speak offer offered so yes. so that, huh. yeah i think i think it was pure politics yeah and i you know that's not mince words here i think it was all political hmm. um and uh, look i mean <laughs> they have to win elections i guess absolutely um, uh, Uh, and uh, but at the same time you see there's a danger here right hmm. the more you tweak hmm. the more you start tweaking we we, we for, uh, it, 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 gsp started off as one nation one, one tax, tax right oh, oh, oh. and then then they introduced um all of these uh, you know various the whole bunch of slabs uh, that reduce uh, <coughs> the efficiency gains mm-hmm. from a single tax Hmm. You, so this is this is the the economic side of the issue, right? Hmm. Hmm. Um, and 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 studies have uh, predicted that you know under the original one nation one tax uh, scenario, you would get a two percent increase in GDP growth. Hmm. But, but 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 you know, a single lower rate. But now we have five or six flags, hmm. fairly high rates. And uh, it's not clear, to be honest with you, at this point, if we're going to get a two percent increase uh, to GDP growth. Mm. Um, and uh, so the more you tweak, you know, you make all of these concessions. Uh, the most recent one was just uh, what happened a couple of days ago, mm. where uh, they decided to rescind the requirement of sale of uh, jewelry mm. about fifty thousand. You know, you don't need to have a PAN card. You don't need to have a card. Huh. Basically, uh, getting <coughs> so, rid of 
Uh, so and I was I had actually lauded them, but th there is another uh, caveat to that also. That someone told me that the, 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 there was an old law for two lakh or transactions more than two lakh that still remains. Okay. So something like that. Oh, no, but I know, but here's the thing. I mean, you can put whatever. I'm not saying that you're putting the spin, but I have seen huh. a lot of people talk about the two lakhs. Here's the thing. This is a major loophole. Ah no no oh absolutely I completely I actually know, but yes. my first reaction was that ten days before Dhanteras they are giving a loophole. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I know. So you have this window of fifty thousand huh. to two lakhs. Mm -hmm. Now you tell me mm -hmm. who's not going to take advantage of that? Fifty thousand to two lakhs. You can transact in cash. You don't need fan or others. Uh -huh. So um, this this loophole actually it um, uh, will allow you know you can do uh, several multiple repeated. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Within that window. <laughs> no, no. What has happened? This, this is counter to what what they would like to do, which is right. to reduce corruption and reduce uh, informality. In 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 fact, what yeah, they yeah. end up doing is that it will increase the two things. So and and. Um, and and what you said, I mean, I, I, I for, in terms of real estate, what they have done, I've praised that that's a good step, you know, the real estate bill. But in jewelry, this was a good step that they took post demonetization about it. But I, I found it kind of bizarre that they kind of went back on it. And and, and the another question yeah. that I've had is, so for how long will this be? No, ki one year, it, one uh, year later, they're going to, once the economy is doing well, this will be reintroduced. So let me ask this question and Rupa, then you can answer both our questions together. You know, when I have been questioned, about this tweaking of GST so much, uh, the answer that I have been getting from quote-unquote sources is that best should not be the enemy of good. Um, so uh, you know we can't we can't do it completely. We can't go whole way, but you know at least no, we are getting there. So there are the compulsions might be something, but that still this isn't a good step so to speak from what they did earlier. But does this also mean that GST made for bad politics? I don't know. I, I'm just hold on, Rupa. I'm coming to you right on that. Before we get to our uh, next topic, um, I do want to say that this is Mindmakers production. This Mind podcast is brought to you by the Mindmakers team. This uh, podcast is produced and edited by Adit Kapadia with the help of our team in India. The panelists for the um, podcast are Adit Kapadia, Pramod Kumar Buravalli, and Sunanda Vashisht, which is me. So, Rupa, we were talking about this, that uh, what do you think uh, about the, uh, well, me and Sunanda both had a question on it. So, yeah, your, what, what were you thinking? What were your thoughts? Sorry, I, can you repeat that again? Yeah, we were just wondering this too much tweaking of GST and, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, for political purposes, which is quite clear. Do you think that defeats one nation, one tax goal? Yes, CSE, you know, if you keep watering it down, you will lose, as I mentioned, you will lose the efficiency gains uh, of uh, GSP. Mm. And so it will ultimately, uh, it will defeat, you know, uh, it will defeat the, um, the benefits. Uh, and so there's a risk that the more you keep tweaking, the more you keep, uh, you know, adjusting, you know, I... I you know, I took a position a few months ago, and I don't, um, you know, I since when you know, a lot of popularity, and mm. uh, this was on the sanitary pad, mm. for example. A lot of people were saying that uh, sanitary pads should stay out of the GSP or should lower it, and that kind of mm. thing. Mm. Um, 
and uh, but i remember you were one of the few people who said that you know they should be taxed it's uh, you know uh, the sanitary yes, tax i i why should yes. why should i as a woman get special privilege and you know it, it's ridiculous there are other ways you can you can help poor women acquire sanitary pads uh but you know but you continue uh you know because everybody has a constituency right everyone has hmm. everyone has um uh, grief GST. So, mm. so the more the more the government demands uh, gives in to these demands, mm. uh, the more tweaking will happen, and it will defeat the benefits. And I, 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 and I think uh, moving forward from here, what you are saying is essentially for the sectors we want, uh, we want to be quasi-socialist, but the sectors we sort of don't uh, take services from, we want to be capitalist about them, right? <laughs> no, I think I think see uh, just to quickly finish this, right? Uh, uh, this is very important, and a lot of people don't see this. Um, uh, you know, don't, don't don't make this point. Unfortunately, the more you tweak these rules. Hmm. uh people will just uh, stay out and see what happens hmm. you know you want in a system uh you know you want you want certainty with rules right you you you, you know it's constant sort of going back and forth you know in august you announced this thing on hmm. uh under the prevention of money laundering on uh, uh gems and jewelry and then two months later you do something different um you know a certain amount of tweaking is fine but you know to you know when your constant is feeding into um uh you know uh, political pressure mm. uh you know like petrol prices right i mean it's uh, again you know this this been winning me a lot of uh, uh you know i got a lot of grief from people mm-hmm. on the right yeah you know again they uh, you know practically came in to pressure I mean, well but I, I i i will say that although economically yes i mean it was a bad move waving off the 2 rupees from excise but in terms of the prices the prices had risen of pulses and food, essential food things had risen through the gone through the roof so that was probably a corrective measure also taken to you know during the festival time and stuff but anyways moving moving on we uh, you know we're running short of time uh, one quick i want a 10 second response from you on this that going forward what would you like the government to do to more formalize like you would you like them not to like uh, you know cave in on this or just continue with what they're doing what or any changes um well <laughs> i would basically have to summarize <laughs> everything that i've been tweeting for the last few months <laughs> um i yeah you caught on to my plan <laughs> so i'm kidding uh, yeah i i would say you know we need to uh, uh, you know uh, do more deregulation Huh. more tax reforms improve ease of doing business mm-hmm. um um more uh, more supply side uh, uh responses to the current mm-hmm. fiscal um uh you know uh, just uh, to give a boost to the economy mm-hmm. um and uh you know my my what i'm saying is that you know the prime minister may think that technological fixes mm-hmm. are the way to sort of uh um you know to increase formalization and uh, and reduce corruption hmm. they will only work to a certain extent but if you do not um fix the underlying structure hmm. really need to start fixing the underlying socialist structure that is still in place hmm. and that is still the basis of the economy 
Mm-hmm. Um, that if that doesn't happen, then you know technological fixes will, will only get us so far. Get us so far. Uh, you know, we still have a patronage-based system. Uh, you know, and we need to do less of things like um, putting a price cap on stents, for example. You know, that's a throwback <laughs> to command and control. Yeah. Go back to the kinds of things that have you know, so, uh, that yeah. we, so, we criticize. So the st- criticize uh, Nehruvian socialism doing exactly that kind of thing. More structural deregulation than just the uh, uh, you know on the on the top levels, like you know, I say not for the not for the heck of it. Exactly, and more of what uh, the prime minister actually said back in twenty fourteen. Uh, you know, minimum uh, government, maximum governance. Mm. Uh, you know, the, the the thing is, we do not um, start uh, taking measures to um, to 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 sort of change the underlying structure. Uh, that has direct implications for governance hmm. uh, because how you deliver governance is also based on what what the, the system you find yourself in, right? Interesting. So you don't do and another thing that is on top of my list. I mean, governance is very important for me. Is police reforms? You know, we really need to uh, start taking this seriously. Hmm. Um, so two weeks ago, there was this news about how they're pumping a, whole, uh, a bunch of money into modernizing the police force. So that's great, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll get modern computers and they'll be better trained, perhaps, and all of that. Mm-hmm. But you still have the same um, um, hierarchy archaic, uh, that we inherited from the British. Yeah. Um, that uh, does nobody any good, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, so there, there, there has to be a. S- uh, no, I absolutely agree. So, <clears throat> some very interesting points, Rupa, and you know, hope, uh, uh, hopefully, the there are some few changes. It's still one and a half year to go, so we'll wait and watch on that. But before we let you go, just a quick roundup. I have to first give you that uh, high five for the 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 response that you gave to the the chap from Hindu. That Srinivas guy. Poor <laughs> thing was still sticking on. I mean, he just refused to admit that he messed up. Then he tweet kuch delete kar diya. Yeah. <laughs> so, ma- ma- this is the funny thing I have that there are people who, just a second, I'll come to you. There are people who say oppose the prime minister and stuff like that. And there are a couple of questions where, you know, you can question. I mean, we just had a couple of questions on, you know, why you did this, why you did that. But nitpicking on a point where clearly he's right and still because you have a visceral hatred for it's just you end up looking this silly hatred takes be- gets better of them huh. that's why sorry you were saying something rupa yeah no i i wasn't uh, but uh, but yeah i i found that whole interaction a little strange because uh and it's right there in the RBI report. Um, had he bothered to read it, he would know. There was no contradiction between what the Prime Minister was saying and what the RBI was saying. It's simple. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You know. The Prime Minister was very clear in what he was referring to. He said in the coming quarters, quarters he yeah. say that he expect, and eventually, look, everybody says eventually the GDP will start to pick up and yeah. uh, the growth will start to pick up and we will eventually get to those numbers. But, uh, you know, but you know what? Here's the thing. This is how these people are so blinded by their hate. They miss on the more important thing. Exactly. Uh, the I, thing is that you can criticize the government on so many real issues. Why obfuscate by bringing these? No, I will just sum it up in one line. When the yeah, criti- no, actually, yeah sorry. Actually, so the point I've made was uh, the prime minister kept uh, said that there was only one quarter slowdown, and that is completely. I mean, yeah. six quarter slowdown. Mm. That is something that he could have, if he wanted to criticize, mm. I criticize, 
He could have picked on that point, and he said this is this is not true. We have six quarters of slowdown. Even the RBI says that there are six quarters of slowdown. Mm. So, but you know, that would have been a more substantial. But, but but I think Rupa, when the criticism when the criticism is not policy based but it's personal, that's what you get from yeah. a lot of people. So that's that's the, the and, s- and Rupa and Srinivasan Jain go a long time. This is not Srinivasan Jain. This bhai. was um, the Srinivasan from Hindu. Hindu. But ah. I was saying uh, Rupa and Srinivasan Jain also go a long way back. <laughs> 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 Arey, wo to, Srinivasan Jain. Uh, Srinivasan Jain. I, I, I have a special name for him. I call him Jira Guru. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, but. One last thing I wanted to, and this is very interesting. I was reading an Indian Express report, and this is something I because Rahul Gandhi is making a lot of trips to Gujarat because that's the next state that goes to polls along with Himachal, and of course, you know, Modi's home state. So, right. Uh, one thing is there is a little bit of anger with GST, but a lot of people who came to see Rahul Gandhi in the rally went to Modi's rally, and half of them said they would vote for Modi, and the other half said what I was saying that they would see who their candidate is, and then they vote. The problem that the Congress is not realizing is that Rahul Gandhi is not. Not a sellable product, and that that leadership in Gujarat is absolutely. I mean, it's basically failed dynasts. It's very really Rahul Gandhi like. I think I think that decision has already been no, made so what I'm by saying, Congress. No, what I'm this saying is entire, Sunanda, no, no. This entire with, repackaging that happened where United with Sam, States, Sam Petroda. <laughs> yeah, with Sam Petroda means that um, Rahul Gandhi. So is what going I'm saying is, if a, they want to take on Modi GST demonetization. The current crop of chaps is not going to work. It's going yeah. to backfire. And do you get that sense also, uh, Rupa, that politically, that when you have the same people taking on the prime minister who are already discredited, their criticism falls flat as well? Yeah. See, about uh, Rahul Gandhi, look, he's the only sort of. Uh, that's what they decided to go with him, you know, oh. and uh, he's got to do what he has to do, right? I mm. mean, mm. Um, uh, to, to remain relevant. <coughs> yeah. But uh, I agree, and, and, you know, that, you know, there there is, people me in an effort to repackage him mm. in different ways. Mm-hmm. And um, by the media, and, uh, you know, I, I've, I've actually written something about this, I wrote something for this. Hmm. Raja about three years ago, how you know Rahul Gandhi. I mean, the kinds of things that you would read about Rahul Gandhi back before, hmm. uh, you know, there was really social media or Twitter, or hmm. you know, Twitter was not as big as it is now. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, you know, like I you had, uh, you know, that person from Bihelka, what is her name, Shoma Chaudhary. Hmm. She, you know, she wrote this incredibly cringeworthy, sycophantic piece hmm. calling Rahul Gandhi. The pilgrim <laughs> and uh, you know, and, and it's just it's incredible. It was, uh, you know, I, I'm shocking to read something like that, to revisit it, hmm. um, or or discover it when I was researching for this piece, hmm. and uh, and I cannot believe how little reaction there was. Perhaps you know, we didn't have social media at that hmm. time, hmm. but uh, I mean, imagine writing <coughs> something like that today. But but they've gotten a little more sophisticated. So. Interesting. So to be fair to them, huh. Yeah, but to be fair to them, look, they have to do what they have to do. Right? Absolutely. Part of uh, you know being relevant politically is to uh, hmm. constantly rebrand yourself and retackle yourself, and I guess uh, the Congress uh, system is doing that for uh, Rahul Gandhi. 
No, but I'm sorry, saying that they probably um, need to invest their resources elsewhere, but they're not going to. Just, just give me one second. I'll be right back with you. What were you saying, Rupa? Um, yeah, so I, you know, I'm just saying that, you know, you know, everybody, these are all old issues. Yeah. There's, there's a group of journalists who are, I guess, loyal to yeah. the Carter families and they will do whatever it takes to rebrand them. Mm, absolutely. And uh, for Rahul Gandhi himself to rebrand, uh, for him to rebrand, to think that he needs to be rebranded, I think, I mean, he's doing what any politician would do to be fair to him. Uh, no, absolutely. Um, I... Yeah, I mean, this is, they've thrown their weight behind this guy. I think, you know, let's see what happens in 2019. You know, will it be as disastrous as it was back in 2014? You know, remains to be seen. I, you know, I personally think it's a bad call, but, uh, but, oh. but I'm, not, I'm not political strategist. <laughs> you know, I yeah. don't want to... Do no, but one, one funny thing I want to say before we let you go, that, you know, that you were talking about uh, Shoma. There is another worse authentic piece that Tarun Tejpal wrote in 2019, or uh, 2009, which called Mrs. Gandhi and a greater god or something after they won and it was virtually painting ki open letter ki aap aa jao priyanka ko le lo and i mean even i think the most sycophantic i mean congress current congress sycophants would probably like be unable to come up with that so that was just funny but <laughs> um so we have a tradition uh, rupa before uh, any of our panelists go or something uh, we have them recommend something light non-political anything you know uh, you've watched lately a place so uh, that and before we get to your recommendation i would recommend people reading indianomics it's a wonderful wonderful book and excellent book book uh, uh, so and uh, I'm not just saying because Rupa is here I've recommended it earlier also on previous podcasts <laughs> but uh, because I, I your bias clearly shows others sorry but I don't mind your bias clearly shows your bias <laughs> I mean being be, being opinionated I, I hold being opinionated a virtue <laughs> not really <laughs> and he does not call himself a journalist so that's okay <laughs> But anyway, um, your recommendation, Rupa, this for our one. listeners. Anything you would like them to uh, read, um, watch, listen? Um, yeah, well, um, this is a good question because um, I've not actually read anything recently, a uh, book or anything. So, what, what, you know, this is, this is weird because maybe my whole life is spent on Twitter that I'm trying <laughs> to come up with something. <laughs> interesting beyond uh, outside the uh, the areas that I focus on. Um, okay, so um, uh, what do I recommend? What could you, like it could be anything. It, it could be anything. It could be somebody recommended a place to travel. It could be a Netflix show because I mean they anyways joke that I'm a brand ambassador for Netflix. I recommend so many things on Netflix. Uh, movie, anything. Yeah. <laughs> So. Oh, Netflix. Okay, so I recommend um, Powder. I don't know if anybody, any, any of you have watched that. Uh, it's an Israeli um, TV show. Oh, um, I haven't watched it. Um, it sounds interesting. Uh, yeah, on the Mossad, and it's just brilliant. On the Mossad, um, yeah. Cases, is it top, top of the list in Israel? I was just there a few months ago, and I was completely at home oh. in Israel. Um I definitely recommend that. Um, um, and on Rupa's road, we probably recommend Israel. People should go to Israel. I mean, we've heard wonderful things. Yes, this is this is this is go to Israel. Uh, and I'm not being paid by uh, Israel tourism, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but we should actually. Given uh, that 
you know, this is a podcast and it's being um, uh, broadcast to a lot of people. You, you know, we, 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 might get, we might get a lot of hate mail. Three, three right of center, uh, right of center aligned people talking about Israel. Good God, how much hate <laughs> we're going to get. So, <laughs> anyways, but jokes, jokes apart, thank you so much, Rupa, for coming to the podcast this oh, week. Oh, no, it, it was, was an absolute pleasure, and was, I really uh, appreciate uh, you reaching out to me. I know. I think about it. I come out and work out, but uh, this was you know, a real pleasure. And sorry to have missed promote, but great yeah. to chat with the two of you. And uh, hopefully, we can uh, do this again soon. Oh, you Absolutely. bet. Absolutely. We'll Thank you so much. For all our listeners, uh, just stay hold on. We still have a couple of uh, news of the week up, uh, updates, but Rupa had to leave, so we'll have her segment right here. So let's talk about the most important news of the week. Uh, Sunanda wants to start with Hanipreet Insan. I want to start with Rithik versus Kangana. Uh, so, uh, but then Sunanda also said Radhema sat on... Radhema sat on SHO. So between... No, no, SHO's chair. She didn't sit on the SHO. SHO's chair. Today, I don't know. Anything can happen. No, no, no. But between Hanipreet Insan and... I just... I have so much fun talking about this name. What is this Hanipreet Insan? Huh? I don't know. 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 I I know. That is the all the Dera followers do that. Dera yeah, Sacha Sada. I don't understand. But you know, just to, uh, just to have fun, I actually played uh, their uh, five minutes of their movie Jattu Engineer. It's on YouTube. And Shurmit uh, Ram Rahim Singh Ji, I don't know, Insan, if you don't know, he has done 43 things in the movie. 43 things. He's like music, lyrics, story, screenplay, dialogues. I mean, it's listed, it's listed here. The, ti- uh, the titles come and then he's like, world record. Uh, 43 things for the father and 17 from the daughter. The father-daughter duo. Anyway, um, all that was just no, and, and you know the funny thing is like there are there are they have shown because I think people don't believe so. Uski bilam editing table pe ek, ek photo hai, fir kisi aur titles mein se photo dikha hai ki Baba ji ne sab kiya hai. Anyway, let's move on to. It's a pity most... that they, uh, the Baba ji couldn't find a scriptwriter. <laughs> let's find on to um, bigger news of the day. Um, this morning. Um, the story that broke on the left. So then I was going to say this morning, I woke up in the night. This morning I woke up in the night. No, I did not wake up in the night. But uh, this, the news that, uh, you know, was broken on the leftist, <coughs> I call it leftist rag, uh, wire by Rohini Singh, who is, uh, who is ex-Economic Times. And she quote-unquote broke the news about... Um, Amit Shah's son, Jay Amit Shah. And um, it, it just, um, it was a very interesting piece which almost tried to do, um, uh, you know, Vadra on um, Jay Amit Shah. Of course, she did not have the um, facts in place, but the article was called The Golden Touch of Jay Amit Shah. I strongly recommend you guys not to click and read it because um, that's one thing that you do not want to do it it did not have um, anything <coughs> it was not you know high on facts at all and one of the f- only rebutta- rebuttals and i'm sure there will be many coming um, you know in future but one of the quickest rebuttals came on op india and they were actually questioning her uh, math skills and how she read the data wrong and how she read a negative figure as a positive figure and somehow calculated a profit on that but the latest we know is that Piyush Goyal whose name was also
also dragged in the controversy. He has already addressed the press <coughs> and he has said that this is completely maligning the name of Jay Amit Shah. And Jay has, um, Jay Amit Shah in, in his own capacity has sued the journalist Rohini Singh and The Wire for uh, crores. 100 crores. So that's where the story is. No, and, and, and what rubbish, the rubbish thing is a lot of journalists of The Wire are saying that they, they were attacked by something, right? Yeah. The, what, is the, what is the word they use? I forgot. Uh, this was not that. If you defame someone like that, this is, this is if, 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 if someone believes that they didn't do that and you make such allegations against them, that is defamation, right? Yeah, yeah of course it's defamation. So, so I mean, that's the thing. So, Rohini Singh has a very interesting background. Um, I mean, um, it's very important to know the you know previous um, body of work of an individual before you start taking that person's word um, seriously. So she has a great track record in UP elections where she predicted that Akhilesh Yadav was going to rout everyone as the combination of Akhilesh Yadav and um, uh, Rahul Gandhi. Rahul Gandhi was so you know um, it's not it's job of journalists to predict who will win the elections. I get that, but it is not the job of journalists also to prod and to uh, give a completely wrong picture of what the uh, ground forces are mm. so that is her background and before that in economic times um, you know it, they were doing Akhlesh Yadav Chalisa mm. uh, for um, that long and now she comes up with Wire it's no great surprise that um, Wire would have hired her the only places that she could probably go was Wire and Scroll mm. um, both rags and mm. both um, you know high on innuendo and low on facts but what you should really read <coughs> is the opinion rebuttal it is um, as I said it's the first rebuttal that has come out yeah. I'm sure mind makers and everything else will we will do our research mm. and we typically take but our time shout out to India for doing research so quickly quickly yeah wow. shout out to them but um, I'm sure other portals um, will come out uh, mind, mind makers is already on the job we are researching mm. and we will come up with a comprehensive rebuttal pretty soon or rebuttal or what it, you know looking yes. at the piece frisking the piece so um, that's where but we I mean, stand just, right now. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's uh, there are two versions of it, but the rebuttal clearly uh, calls out the math deficiencies in Rohini Singh's argument. Yeah, and and then, then of that's, that completely the, of course, the leftists kills the on, argument. Uh, of course, the leftists on Twitter are uh, jumping in joy at the wire, but you know that's that's the thing. That's that's the world we live in. The yeah. last minute war. But anyways, that <clears throat> that brings us to the end of the news of the week segment. Uh, I I really don't want to talk about. It. I think. I think, I think it's bizarre. First of all, I have to ask you this. You know, Republic is doing all well and good. But yeah, why is Arnab Goswami interviewing actors? I mean, do you think when Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie put up Anderson Cooper is going to go and interview Brad Pitt? If, I think if, it's a it's a it makes perfect business sense. Come on. You don't lot. send your star anchors at, unless he is running a show like Larry King Live. No, because um, he he wants. He, I I don't think he is he's he's understaffed at the moment. So no, it's not about understaffed. Was, and the nation wants to, to know is his show. The nation wants to know is his show. So he wanted to get maximum mileage out of Rithik interview. It makes perfect business sense, Adit. Of course, I wouldn't do no, it. No, but I think this is no. This is the bizarre logic that we have in India that the senior editor does everything. So Barkha that interview. Nitin Gadkari and Karan Johar. Yeah. I mean, so that's it's. Uh, I mean, you know, that's I the know. thing. 
so and lot what happens is on a lot of issues or something especially on uh, movies and stuff and i'm not saying this specific yeah. but if you are interviewing a filmmaker uh, some of the questions that senior journalists ask uh, atrocious yeah the only person have done because these. in in uh, india is the only place where people feel that they can be experts from nuclear disarmament to uh, films <coughs> on anything and oh, that I is the biggest bizarre. flaw it's so biz- it's bizarre we are moving to um, uh, the last part uh, of the podcast which is recommendations and two things that i want to say two of two men that i admired from the theater and the movie world have no more in one week one is tom alter and the other is kundan shah so uh, uh, i i would like to say one a gujarati one a resident gujarati tom mm-hmm. alter stayed, did a lot of plays he, he stayed in ahmedabad uh, for sometimes did a lot of plays in natrani and other places yeah. tapur by the sai hall um, but no tom alter is urdu was fantastic in those he played in one of my finest shows finest tv shows sham benagal made samvidhan mm-hmm. uh, tom alter played abdul kalam azad uh-huh. and i'm so glad he didn't give him a british role like you know yeah. tum tum sala kanda log type of you know, know. rubbish because it's like you wouldn't like kranti ha huh? i mean i am hot sare movies mein movies mein that's that's how you sham benagal himself gave uh, in netaji subhashchandra bose movie i liked tom alter got the role of a british general yeah. i would have loved to see him in a different role but anyways and kundan shah the maker of janabi do yaro kabhi ha kabhi na nasir has written i was actually looking up nasir because uh, yesterday uska reaction but then i saw an indian Express, he has written a wonderful tribute. He has. Shubhra Gupta has written a beautiful yeah, Shubra, tribute. Watch this. Uh, I, I read. It was funny. You tweeted Shubhra Gupta. I tweeted Nasir's uh. rebuttal. But uh, not rebuttal. Uh. I'm sorry. Tribute. Today's rebuttal is not good. But it was beautiful. It was straight. I will miss um, Kundan Shah and Kundan Shah's cinema. It is a cinema that does not exist anymore. Somehow it was that Rishikesh Mukherjee cinema. you know the middle of the path cinema something it no, is uh, not mukherjee cinema kutney shah cinema two very different thing i i wouldn't put no, the, the, the no the uh, i agree the satire and the black humor that was with kundan shah that's different but stories about the common man common man yes. that is what rishikesh that is what defines rishikesh mukherjee cinema you could relate to it so you're talking about a guy who takes the bus to work who eats uh, lunch in the cafeteria because a lot of it was but you I, know I, a lot of I, 90s has been de- determined by yash chopra yashraj movies and karan johar jahan pe where uh, kids come from no, vacations I, I, in um, airplanes and land in the backyard of the house and you know all kinds of where, where you don't even see ordinary people in that so i have anymore. to say this here um uh, in terms of that the indian cinema is changing i saw movies like bareilly ki barfi and stuff yeah. like that they are about the common man rajkumar rao is now a, it is that has changed now <laughs> Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about. I, I view Rajkumar Rao as the new age Amol Palekar. Yeah, but if you remember 1999 ah, to 2010, I, almost this is in the 80s. It started after this uh, Tridev type movies, and then South Indian remake started. Jitendra. It really started with Dilwale Dulhaniya Le Jayenge. No, he Chandni bhi thi. Chandni, Lamhe, all those people. Like Lamhe, technically, if you see, it was about no, uh, the NRI kind of no, but NRI cinema no, people who you know. NRI, NRI yes, to. but in terms of uh, complete like where the hero was not a common man, I think mm-hmm. it started from. ladies and then hero jahan pe common man tha you had ghayal ye yeah. jaake sabko maar deta tha which is also not um, uh, but here you would see in um, kundan shah cinema you would see a man who is sweating from work you would see somebody mm. so you know it's it's we really do miss kundan shah and, 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 and to end the and if anybody <laughs> in the world has not watched jaane bhi do yaro please so i don't watch it it's the 
finest movie of I, I would like to end this because this is a uh, this is the hope we have at mind makers also and pardon my singing but hum honge kamyab hum honge kamyab ek din ho ho man ve hai vishwas pura hai vishwas hum honge kamyab ek din people who don't know why i sang this song what what jana video right now <laughs> on that note i end this mind podcast uh, we'll be back next week with more we went way over time than what we expected but this was fun sunanda we should talk yes. about we should do a podcast on just on about movies. films once so yes. anyways thank you all